Hello everybody and welcome to today's podcast. Today we're going to be talking to the luxury brand Charlotte Jade, a designer brand founded in 2015 by the designer Charlotte O'Reilly. With a love of nature and biophilic design, Charlotte combines hand-drawn drawings, unique patterns and vibrant colours to create the distinctive Charlotte Jade style. Her patterns and products bring commercial and residential spaces to life, and she's also a great champion of UK manufacturing. Pretty much all of Charlotte's products are manufactured here in the UK. She's worked on many, many, many luxury projects and with some very, very high profile brands and has witnessed incredible success since the founding in 2015. Names like Kelly Hoppen, Richmond International, Scott Browning, gosh, the Rockwell Group, um, roll off the tongue as well as bespoke collaborations with a number of high profile projects, including Costa, Harrods, Phoenix, the Royal Horticultural Society, and even London Zoo. Charlotte, welcome to today's podcast, and we look forward to learning all about your brand. Hello, thanks so much for having me on. It's lovely you're, to be here. You're most welcome. It's an absolute pleasure to get to have you on air. We did meet in London some years ago, and it's been amazing to watch how your brand has flourished. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been it's been a roller coaster over the past few years, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy how time flies, isn't it? Since I last saw you, but yeah. yeah, no, it's lovely to be lovely to be here today. <laughs> oh, most welcome. So let's crack on with our first question. I have lined up ten for you today. I've been very cruel. So we've, <laughs> we've got a lot to get through. So, Charlotte, when did you found the Charlotte Jade brand, and why did you, did you decide to set up your own designer interior brand? So. When I was, it kind of all started really when I was at uni. So I was studying um, BA illustration at Camberwell, but I wasn't, it wasn't inspiring me. And I got to like my third year and I still didn't, I still didn't know what I was going to do when I left. Um, And I'd always absolutely loved like crazy patterns. And I just thought, you know, why can't I do that? So for my final major, I, decided to take a short course in pattern design. I specialized, I did my whole final year on making um, digital patterns for interiors. Um, and I based it actually on London Zoo and all the animals at London Zoo. So it was quite, it's quite funny how now I'm now, I'm now working with them. So that's quite, um, it's quite nice how things work out like that. But yeah, so I just, I created all these patterns for interiors um, for my last project. Um, some of those patterns are actually still in my collection today. Um, and I just absolutely fell in love with it. And I'd always, always loved drawing plants and nature and animals. Um, and I just, it was like the perfect match really, because I could combine that love. And I fell in love with print design. And then the two were just a perfect match to continue when I finished when I left uni so I then left and I you know sort of fell in love with everything um went and did a bit of traveling gained so much inspiration because I traveled around southeast Asia I went to Bali um and just like the colors the plants the vibrancy of everything out there I just made sure I just got a whole catalog of loads of photos of everything I saw and then I came back and I just drew and I created and I just made so many designs. And then 
that's how it all started really were you thinking of working freelance at that point then or did is that is that was that the pinnacle moment that made you decide no you've got so much you wanted to do for yourself well yeah I did when I came back from traveling I did do some uh work experience in other print design studios yeah I did um a lot of freelance work not just doing print design but kind of exploring different avenues of design so I worked um for Universal Record Label, did loads of different artworks for them. Um, I did a couple of projects for Boots, um, like really random things, but all were great and really good experience. But then after sort of maybe it was like a year, I just thought, you know what? All I want to do is make these patterns for my brand. And I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to do it because... I, I didn't want to go into a big sort of print design studio and maybe like fall under the radar and not be able to kind of do what I wanted to do. So I just thought, I'm just going to give this a go. But I mean, I had absolutely, I had no experience in building a business, building a brand, <laughs> anything. I just took the plunge and I just thought, I'm just going to do it. So it really has been a roller coaster and I have, I've really learned as I've gone, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah 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 you've you've met each challenge as it occurs yes yeah every day is a school day (laughs) it's amazing isn't it yeah it's amazing isn't it that that from that trip when you finish your studies that is really what has inspired you to to, you've so felt so strongly and so passionate about everything that you collected and the whole experience that that has led you to where you are today to to take that as a catalyst is um it's, it's an amazing thing isn't it that you've managed to hold on to all of that and it has driven your career forward yeah 100 percent. yeah it was just that it was just that decision back when I was studying that kind of changed everything really just that one decision to just go oh let's just do it so yes sometimes you have to take that time out to focus don't you it brings you back to where you need to be it's great Charlotte how do you create your designs so everything I do is hand drawn in pencil first and then I scan that into Photoshop and I colour everything digitally. So I apply um, a, a colour, a layer of colour on top. But I just think having that combination of really detailed drawings with then the vibrant, beautiful colours that you can get on, you know, Photoshop, just that combination, it yeah. just, it really makes, well, what I find, it makes my designs just pop. Um but also represent things realistically, which I, which is what I love doing. Um, so for me, I didn't, I mean, I'd, I've figured out this sort of style um, probably, as I said, when I got back from traveling and I was just kind of experimenting with different patterns and things that I had in my head. And I just realized that this combination really worked. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of, and it just built from there really. Um but yeah, you're that's... using Photoshop as a tool, aren't you, to enhance your original creations? Yes. Yeah. So it's everything... really important. Yeah. 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 Everything. It, it's just to add color, really. But also, when you're adding color, it's almost like it's like you're drawing another layer on top because it's not just adding yeah. a blanket color. You, I obviously shade all the colors in as well, so it's it's really technical, both sides of it, really. Um, and yeah, it just I think it just creates a really unique a unique style and a unique look really your designs are lovely they're very 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 um 
have so much impact and so much bold boldness and they're they're so exotic and fun they are that they are are great i really really love them yeah and they just they just lend themselves to interiors so well don't they as well so charlotte next question what products did you begin with and how did you launch your brand so i started actually with wallpaper and cushions Mm -hmm. so i think that sort of the idea I had in my head was that I just wanted to make wild wallpaper and that was where I could first see my designs going yeah um so yeah I started with um wallpaper and cushions um but I mean they're they're quite a hard well particularly wallpaper is quite a hard product to start with really because not everybody not it's not everyone's cup of tea um and it's not because obviously my designs are very wild and vibrant not every not everybody wants that in their home and on their wall so um so over the time your your products your products have begun to grow but of course your original ethos you're very into sustainability aren't you charlotte could you tell us a little bit more about that yeah so with all my designs as i've mentioned i love drawing nature um and the whole idea behind charlotte jade was bringing the outside in Mm -hmm. so with all all my designs, I wanted them to realistically represent the outside world and what we see. Um, and it's all based around the idea of biophilic design, which is all about um, our innate connection to nature and how we need to bring that more into our interiors because it has a lot of proven health benefits and yes. improves our well-being and it reduces stress. So... Um, the idea for Charlotte Jade was to be inspired by that idea. Um, and I don't know about you. I mean, if I, I have so many plants in my house and I just feel like having real plants and natural light and, you know, yeah, a connection to nature. Yeah, yeah. And having like a pattern on the wall, which, which represents the outside world. I don't know. It just makes you feel, it makes me feel a lot more at ease. Um, I don't know. You're creating- yeah, immersive environments, aren't they? Yeah, I just think it just it brings so much more positivity. So, yeah, that's that's like the base, like the idea behind Charlotte Jade as well. Um, so, if you sit in a room that's been designed and created by Charlotte Jade, it's as good as going for a walk. Yes, <laughs> it's, let's go with that. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of doing that, isn't it? Really, you know, you are cu- cutting out the noise, calming everything down, and you're yeah. in a natural environment where you feel instantly comfortable yeah 100% oh that's how it personally makes me feel being yeah. surrounded by and nature I think, you know that's that's a huge part of the growth of the future as well you know as people move into urban environments you know um and don't necessarily have that connection to nature having it in your interior is as you say it's good for your health it's really good for your well-being so it's, yeah. it's a it's a great position to have for your brand um charlotte where did you first launch your brand did you did you go out to trade shows or did you start online how did you do it yeah so i started online and my first products were wallpaper and cushions which i launched on yeah. a very basic website um obviously i set up instagram and things like that to try and get my name out there um i did actually do i did decorex my first Decorex was maybe the following year. Wow, was that out at Science Park? Yeah, that was at Science yeah. Park, yeah. And I actually managed to get my wallpapers 
not just on my stand, but in some of the um, public areas as well there. Great. Yes. Good yes. Yes. That was really cool. Um, I mean, doing Decorex, I was, cause I was really, I was quite young when I started this. And obviously, as I said, it was a complete plunge into running your own yeah. business. And then um, doing a trade show, which is such a luxury trade show for the first time, it was quite nerve-wracking. Um, it's overwhelming, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was really overwhelming. It was nerve-wracking. I had, like, the tiniest little stand as well, um, and I designed this crazy wallpaper, which was these giant bananas, and people yeah. just loved it or hated it, basically. But I quite liked that because it meant that, you know, it, it had a reaction with people. So, um yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. And from that, actually, I, I got loads and loads of contacts from Decorex, and I, I did, I did that show for three years. It's also, it's also so important for, for as you say, getting the press as well, isn't it? Because these, you know, Decorex are very well attended by the world's press, so your work will have stood out. And I'm sure you made some great partnerships and um, networking connections that you can then move on to collaborate with, whether that that is instantly or six months or a year later. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing with the shows as well. You meet so many people, but it might be that you met someone that you didn't know was, you know, overly interested at the time, but then they'll just come back to you in a few, like six months later, a year later. So that's why it's really important, I think, to be at these shows because you just don't know who you're going to meet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why it's really important for me to, at the, like the first three three or so years that I was doing Charlotte Jade, I was at Decorex every year. I did Top Draw the service design show just to get my name out there as much as possible yeah. it's also good isn't it as well to get that reaction from the trade to your products it's, it's yeah you can just first hand you know eye to eye contact yeah and you get a feel for what the trade the trade wants needs requires and how you need to adapt perhaps the next collection or yeah. add people ask for things that you don't have that you didn't hadn't necessarily thought about and then you can you know expand your collections yeah, definitely. That's Especially when you're fun. working on your own as well, doing something. Yeah. Like sometimes you can get a bit stuck in it. So it's good, as you say, to get, you know, feedback from the trade and you're like there are they're my customers at the end of the day. So it's it's good to just see what they're what they want to buy and what they want to see really. Yeah. And I kind of that's especially poignant now, isn't it, really, where we've all been so isolated for a year. It'd be really great to get back into the public domain, domain and, you know, back onto those um, galleys and people yeah. walking past and having the building new partnerships and new connections and getting some real feedback as well, yeah. which I guess, you know, Instagram does do, but it's not, it, it's, you can't be face-to-face meetings, can you? Yeah, Especially as you're growing your business. It's great. Yeah. So Charlotte, tell us about your products then. How has your collection grown? What products do you offer now? So I started with wallpaper and cushions and then I branched into art prints, um, tableware, so coasters, placemats. I was just, I wanted to try and, well, this is what I'm trying to do now as well, is more build a lifestyle brand that you know, yeah. not everybody wants wallpaper, not everybody wants a cushion. Someone might want to buy a face mask or a nice piece of art for their wall, Um so I've just been trying to expand the range that way, just kind of listening to what people um, would want in their home. So new ones that I'm working on at the moment, I'm doing gym mats, uh, mm-hmm. makeup bags, other gloves, tea towels. So you started doing gym gym mats and things like that. Have you um, thought about moving into fashion, like with athleisure, the kind of 
moving over into kind of yogi wear and stuff like that? I would absolutely, yeah, I would absolutely love to do crazy leggings, yeah. you know, gym leggings or something. Um, I've, I'm actually at the minute getting a sample made up in silk pajamas. Lovely. That, yeah, because I just think that that is, would just be an absolute dream product to do. Really, I just think yeah. people would love it because, um. My, obviously we, my designs are wild and I just but I just think people wearing them as a lovely pajama set people would really buy into and really yeah. like so you could also look at licensing opportunities here as well couldn't you where people are licensing your designs but you're selling them through your website but then you're not responsible for holding stock or merchandising and stuff like that either would make it a lot easier for your grant your brand to start to grow as you say because the last thing you want to do is to create a really complicated inf- infantry that stops you being creative because you end up spending so much admin time running the business that you l- lose track sometimes of being the designer don't you yeah definitely so lots of problems all the time <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's a yeah it's a difficult balancing act isn't it really you have to keep drilling yeah. back to remembering why you started yeah um, and, holding on to that creativity so that kind of moves nicely on to the next question actually do you sell via retail partners or totally online i sell so i've recently just gone into harrods and fennec great yeah so i've got a bespoke cushion cushion range with harrods which launched in october which is which is amazing to be part of harrods it's That's an amazing been. achievement yeah yeah yeah, no, it's it's really exciting, and then yeah, ha- uh, Fennec as well. So I went into Fennec just before Christmas, and I I kind of created a bespoke type of cushion for them. It, it's different to what I have on my website. It's got a, a black cotton back and a pattern front, mm-hmm. so just a little bit of a difference for them. And yeah, I'm in the Royal Horticultural Society and London Zoo as well. Their retail stores and online. That's great. Yeah, so it's really it's really nice to be part of such lovely charities as well. Um, and obviously, I've got my That's really good. store as well. And they're buying stock from you then, and just keep replenishing as as yeah. required. Fantastic. Yeah. So it's, it makes it much easier to manage for you, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. That's great, Charlotte. What's your favourite product and fabric? Oh my god, that's so hard. I know. Sorry. That's so hard. Um, <laughs> I don't know, you know. I I have I have like a number of patterns which I love for just a variety of reasons. Um, I don't know. Have you seen my zebras one, the giant zebras? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Fun. That one is so wild and wacky, but I tell you, it's been my biggest seller on everything. Great. People on wallpaper, cushions, everybody loves that pattern. So yeah, I just and with that one, I had I just had like this vision that I needed to create these giant zebras. I get that a lot with actually with patterns that have sold really well. Is that I just get like these visions of things I have to do. So yeah, that one was one of them. So I was your really instinct. pleased. It's your, yeah. yeah, it's your creative eye speaking to you. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's probably one of my favourite ones. Um, I've created a, a new one which is called panthera paradise you might have seen that it's mm-hmm. it's a big giant leopard in amongst all the flowers and leaves and that's another favorite even though it's quite new but people are loving that one as well and i, I just love leopards so much 
the markings, the colours. I just, I, I love leopards. So, yeah, that's a favourite one for me. I think product-wise, I think the gym mats have been a really cool one to add to my yeah. range. And, you know, everyone's really into their fitness, especially at the minute, people doing stuff at home. Um, so I just think... Yeah, I just hope that it's it's been good for people to kind of invest in like a funky gym mat or something like that. But yeah, no, I, I really love the gym mats personally. That's great. Tell us, is, is everything digitally printed? Is yeah. that gives you that in, incredible flexibility? Yeah, everything's seriously printed. I, I think that's kind of the only way I could really print my designs because they're so detailed. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be able to screen print. And, yeah, I just think digital print, the colours are just unbelievable. Some of the fabric I get back, it looks like it it could be on paper. It's that crisp. It's just, it's it's unreal, really. And, yeah, digital print all the way for me. It's so good, isn't it, that it just enhances your creativity by allowing you to be so flexible, Yeah, really. And, you know, I mean, the fact, as you say, just mirroring, exactly what the creative wants to put down you would say on paper but you're you're thinking about print up totally onto fabric which is um it, it's it's great I'm, I'm so pleased to see how how it has allowed you to to build your brand since 2015 just just moving through along with the enhancements in the technology too really because you'll have seen lots of different changes in the last six years so yeah, it's just great that it's continually perfecting and it's helping you push the boundaries of your brand by utilizing the technology it's such a, a strong story charlotte do you stock any products or do, do, do you print particularly to order i have a small, small, small stock yes and my smaller products so table um tableware face masks art prints and then sort of all my home accessories that i'm expanding into i will mm-hmm. have I will have stock of them, but things like wallpaper and cushions, I make them to order just because, um, especially with wallpaper, because things have to be, things have to, uh, that has to be within the same batch. So yeah, it's just easier to just print as people want it really. Um, and my supplies are so quick that it it just, I guess that's something that's changed. I guess that's yeah. something that's changed over the years as well. You're getting your supplies a lot quicker than you used to. Yeah, definitely. And your that's is great because it increases your sales because your customers want them faster than they ever did before. Yeah. So it's, so it, it, exactly. it's a win-win. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's great. Charlotte, what have been the challenges so far to expand your offering and, and how, how have you worked over through these? How have you overcome them? What's been the worst challenges and the best challenges, I guess? I think it's just I think it's just finding the right supplier. So yeah. for example, if when I started my gym mats or if when I started all my new home accessories, it's and I've started doing reusable coffee cups as well as another product. Oh, okay. Yeah. So but it's it's like you can have this idea and but you have to research and research and research online and and email and calls and so many samples that go back and forth because you're trying to find the right the right one the right quality the right colors that are printed so yeah I think it's I think it's just you can have the idea and you can be like yes this is what I want to expand my range for but it's actually making sure you find this the right supplier that's gonna 
print to your standard and print your designs in the best possible way and build that relationship yeah and yeah and just yeah as you say building relationships with suppliers like the ones that I've my wallpaper suppliers I've had for years and I have a great great relationship with them and my fabric suppliers so all my new products it is it's really key that I build that with them as well yeah 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 take the pain out the supply chain yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah make it make it make it work for you yeah so- definitely that's great. Have you found it uh, difficult to control colour across different manufacturers and and products? And how have you overcome that? Yeah, I do. Th- I do think that can be a problem sometimes. But for me, it, it, as it, it's just like you'd have to sample things. It's either sending a sample to a new supplier that you're trying to match, so you, they can try and colour match that. Um, it just takes time, to be honest, to get things right. Because all, all your different supplies obviously use different printers, use different inks, you know. It, yeah. it, is, it is tricky. But, I, I mean, we I have managed to do it, so it's, it is doable. It just takes a bit of time, I think, just to get things perfect. Yeah. So do, do you have quite a comprehensive sampling program then? You, will you sell, send them either something you've previously printed, so you'll send them fabric, or will you send them paper and then... Obviously, the art, the digital artwork follows, um, and then you set a standard, and then they agree to hit that every single time for you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it will initially start with me, as I say, sending in something that I might want to match, and then it will just it will just take time from there, really, just to kind of get it right. But my suppliers are great, and you know they're really happy to help get the colours right. So. That's great, isn't it? And do yeah. they share their knowledge backwards and forwards as well? So they help you. To, to perhaps sometimes change a few little things to make sure that it is a colour, for example, because some of your stuff can be really quite bright. So when you're switching from, for example, a polyester velvet, for example, where you get a really great pop and then you're trying to switch it over to um, some different wall coverings or coated wall coverings or textured wall coverings where the colour drops a bit, do they help you in that process too? Yeah, they, yeah, they have given advice in the past on that, yeah. So that's, that's always great. It's good that they're trying to they're trying to help like me get it right as well. Yeah, it's all part of the service, isn't it? It should yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It has to be part of the service. You know, at the end of the day, you can't just be sending samples back and to, back and to, back and to. You have to shortcut that process. And it is part of the print service provider to make sure that they tell you exactly how they need things sending. Um, yeah. and what can be achieved to, to shorten it all up because you're trying to get things out to market at the end of the day or worst case scenario you've got a client desperately waiting to pull an interior together where they want the sofa to match the wallpaper perfectly you know yeah it's, it's kind of that kind of thing too isn't it yeah. um charlotte you've had so much success you're going to struggle to answer this question um can you tell us about your your success? Your be- we've touched on your best selling designs and your favourites. So perhaps you could tell us something about some of your recent collaborations, your favourites. Obviously, Harrods has popped up. What about working with Kelly Hopper and some of the big brands? Yeah, so I've uh, recently collaborated with Costa Coffee, which right. was yeah, it was it's an incredible, incredible project. Um, they wanted to create a basically a living wall mm-hmm. within their coffee shops, which is obviously right up my street. Um, they wanted their whole, you know, scheme with us. They wanted to kind of bring the outside world in. But looking at where their coffee is grown, so taking inspiration from um, Vietnam, Colombia, 
and the plants that grow there also tying in the coffee plant as it grows because it starts as red coffee beans and then they slowly turn into the brown beans um so yeah they wanted me to just capture a a design which had all of that within it really so it was it was a great project and I created a pattern which is going to be used on wallpaper fabrics and possibly art prints as well and they're starting to introduce it into their very new stores at the moment which they're Right. which they're launching. Obviously, they've gone a little bit on pause because nothing's open at the moment. Yeah. But when they start reopening, there's plans to um, refurb a lot of the new stores with this scheme. And, you know, there's potential for it to roll out all over the UK and internationally. And, uh, That's great. Yeah, all over the so world. They're so really, they're really developing the Costa brand into a lifestyle brand using your design. It's great. Yeah, yeah no, it's really yeah. exciting. You know, I think we've we've all bought the takeaway cups, et cetera, et cetera. But like you say, to 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 brand that, so you take the Costa experience home and your design, your bio, you know, your your, your biophilic design yeah. style is is migrating all the way to the home, and you know, encouraging sustainability because they're going to take that coffee cup back, and the whole thing's just becoming much much more circular. It's great. Yeah, definitely. What's your next favorite collaboration? Yeah, as you mentioned, the Kelly Hoppen collaboration, yep. that, was, that was an amazing one. What did so you do with Kelly Hoppen? They, she was she was doing a luxe hotel in Mauritius. Wow. Oh, did you get to go? Oh, no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> one day, it's on my bucket list. Okay, um, yeah, you're too young was... for a bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, she wanted to create this tropical ceramic tile mural for behind the bar in the lobby and she wanted inspiration from the native echo parakeet which is a native bird in Mauritius so it was all based around the parakeet and the tropical plants and yeah I got it printed up onto ceramic tiles yeah it, it looked it looked really cool it looks amazing really so I'm hopefully I will get out there to see it one day but yeah I get that yeah, get that yeah, picture the, in front of it. Yeah, that's the overall brilliant. hotel is incredible. I, yeah, what she's done is amazing. So it's great to be part of a project like that and to work with Kelly. So yeah, it it's is. Incredible. It is. Did you learn from the, that experience, Charlotte? Yeah, it was actually that was honestly one of the biggest projects I'd done at that point. It was probably about three years ago now, maybe a bit longer. Um, it's the biggest one I'd done working with such a high high profile interior designer. So yeah, it was yeah, it was it was great to be involved in it and it was great to get feedback from Kelly along the way and her team. So that was amazing. But yeah, it was it was a great experience. Oh, that's great. I look forward to hearing up more of those hearing about more of those great collaborations as your business develops. Charlotte, we are running short of time. The future. Where would you like your brand to be in two years' time? Well, I just want to keep expanding my range, building my brand, working on some some more cool hotel and commercial projects. Obviously, these kind of gone on hold the past year. So, yeah. I, but I have noticed in the past couple of weeks, it really has started to pick back up again. So I'm hoping, more inquiries coming through. Yeah, really exciting ones for hotels in Prague and the US. So I'm hoping Ooh. 
yeah, so I'm hoping these are all going to start to kick back in and over the next couple of years just build, you know, my interior and trade side alongside building my brand and my website and just getting my name out there, out there more and expanding the range, really. I just want to, yeah, I just want to kind of expand it internationally and just see where Charlotte Jake goes. It's great, isn't it? Because you've built a fantastic lifestyle brand, but in doing so, you're also building yourself a really great lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> as a create, as, isn't it? You know, as a creative, yeah. you're actually creating your own nirvana here, aren't you? Using yeah. all of the technologies at your fingertips with your creativity and making it work for you. It's brilliant. It's really yeah, good. Definitely. Charlotte, fantastic story. Thank you so, so much for sharing your journey today. I'm sure it's going to inspire so, so, so many people. And I uh, really look forward to watching your creativity and your brand flourish over the years ahead. And most of all, as well, I look forward to meeting you in person very, very soon again somewhere. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been lovely. You're most thank, welcome. Thank you for your time and for having me on. Keep up that incredible creativity. It's very inspiring. Take care.